there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Open with me the book of Nahum chapter 2 and Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 16. I have a different message that I want to speak to you because the message that I preach in the morning does not apply to you. So I'm giving you a different message. But you, like, you're not happy. Are you happy? Huh? Are you happy? Nice. By the way, as you're looking for the scripture, I just want to thank God that as Manu yesterday, we defeated Man City. And it is such a blessing. Yeah, it is just such a blessing. If you're a Man City fan, I'm very sorry for you. May God help your heart. But as we are celebrating our victory, yeah, we painted Old Trafford red. Oh, yes. And then there are names we don't even mention in front of people. Names like Arsenal, Stewart. What is Arsenal? Chelsea. Those are not names we mention before people. What, what is Arsenal? Arsenal is a whip. What is it? Anyway, my new people, are you in the house? My new people, are you in the house? Oh, yeah. yeah let's celebrate our, our victory. It's fantastic. So if you're supporting Sofa Parker, that's your problem. As we're happy that we won. All right. Nahum chapter 2, verse 1. Can we read? Bimit. He who scatters. Somebody says scatters. He who scatters has come up before your face. Man the fort. Watch the road. Strengthen your flanks. Fortify your power mightily. Verse 2. For the Lord will restore the excellence of Jacob like the excellence of Israel. For the emptiers, somebody shout emptiers. Emptiers have emptied them out and ruined their vine branches. Now, go to Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 16. Behold, let's read together. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the spoiler. King James uses the word waster to be able to destroy. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? amen. I want to speak to you shortly on the subject three enemies. Three enemies. Now, as a young person, you need to understand that you are surrounded by enemies. And the reason why the devil targets young people is because he wants to make sure that he terminates the future. The future of Kenya is in young people. The future of the world is in young people. The future of your parents is in you. The legacy of your parents is in you. The future of the companies that we see today is in young people. If you're keen, you will notice that now big companies are not really interested in keeping so many old people in their companies to work for them. They will select a few who are in strategic positions to keep them. But the majority are going to the universities to go and fish young people from the university, bring them and do an internship program for them, and then 
induct them into their companies is because they understand that if this company is going to survive in future, it must have young people. One of the reasons I decided to take over the TYC and become a pastor of young people, you're not happy that I'm your pastor, is because God spoke to me and told me that the future of COT is in young people. The future of COT is in you. Somebody say it is, it is in us. It is in us. Say it again. It is in us. And so I decided I'm going to preach to you, going to talk to you, going to counsel you, going to help you, going to work with you, going to train you in the work of the ministry. Because when we leave, you are the ones who are going to continue with the legacy of this church. Can I hear an amen? amen. And so we must tell the young people to be very sensitive and to be discerning because they are surrounded with enemies. The enemy is targeting young people a lot. All these advertisements that you see on TV, they are not targeting old people. No, they are targeting young people. It is you that they are making these advertisements for. All these beauty products, you think they are for who? They are for you. Isn't it? Because they know you are struggling with pimples. Ask anybody struggling with pimples. <laughs> Why are you not talking to your neighbor? You people. Everybody turn to your neighbor, ask your neighbor, are you struggling with pimples? They know you're struggling with pimples. They know you're struggling with, uh, uh, hey, there are things we cannot say. You're struggling with many things. You are growing. You're having challenges here and there. Yeah, they know that as you are growing, you will start stinking. And you lift your hands like, I worship you. People go like, hey, 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 excuse me. What's going on here? Which power is this? Yeah, they know you're struggling with those things. And that's why they're coming up with all these products that can help you enjoy your life. Beauty products. Look at fashion. Fashion is not targeting old people. Yeah, fashion is targeting the youth because they know that the youth have the audacity. The other day I've just discovered that Tumbukat is back. You don't know what tumbok, as we used to call it tumbokat. You guys call what? Crop top. Do you know what crop, crop top is? What is it? Yeah, so somewhere, I'm in a service somewhere, and I'm trying to focus on the Lord, and the lady who is leading worship, hey, the thing is here. You are alpha. I'm like, hey. Which alpha is she talking about? When she lifts her hands like this, the thing is out. And the thing, this thing, the novel, it has an earring on it. So she also wants us to see that it has an earring. Eesh, mercy. You tell me, your mother can dress like that. Your mother cannot dress like that. She can't. These things are back. Oh, you guys have not seen them. Let me say the name again. Crop top. Ask your neighbor, do you know what crop top is? Sam, do you know what crop top is? Have you seen one? Mercy, may the Lord keep you. <laughs> so, fashion is targeting young people. Because you, you can wear anything. Amen. You can dye your hair red. You can dye your red hair blue. One of these fine days, I'm going to shock you. Yeah. Look at the hair of this lady. Blonde. Is that blonde? Come, 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 come here. Paula, come. Come, come, come. 
I want to show you something here. Come, come, come. Please give them a hand as they're coming. Wow. Wow. This is blonde, man. What's your name? Vanessa. Vanessa. Do you like your hairstyle? What do you call it? Baby locks. Baby locks. Hey. He's not blonde. The dye is blonde. The dye is blonde, but the hairstyle is baby locks. Wow. And you? <laughs> you as looks like it has a patch. There's a patch here. There are different different colors, mm. different colors of bleach. When you bleach your hair, you can bleach blonde mm. or this yellowish. Wow! How does it make you feel? I feel awesome. You feel awesome. And you, how does it make you feel? It makes me feel confident. You feel confident. Wow! So black doesn't make you feel confident. So you can see, but did you see it somewhere? This, did you see somebody with it? When you saw that person, how did you feel? Was he a very old, 80-year-old person with a stick walking and shaking? Was he a young person? And you, where did you see it? Mm. Very old. 80-year-old, 90-year-old. So that is young. So you can see, you can see. I wish I can pick some fashion here. But, okay, thank you very much. What's your name again? And you have, how many earrings are these? One, two, three. Three. Wow. It's amazing. But then she's looking very nice. I think she deserves a clap. Man, she has invested. Wow. Wow. God bless you. Wow. So you can see all these fashions, products, whatever. They are targeting you. Tell your neighbor they are targeting us. Yeah, look at Nikita's locks. You call them locks? Locks. Wow. Wow. Are they heavy? They're very light. Can I? Wow. They're light. Look at this. Amazing. Wow. Byron, you're trying. <laughs> you're trying. You'll get there. I mean, it's amazing. Look at this guy. What do you call that? Rasta or what? Yeah. So, all these things are targeting young people. That's why I want to preach to you about three enemies. Because also the enemy is targeting you. Because he knows if he can get you, and if he can target you, he can terminate you, then he has cut off the future. He has destroyed the future. Remember, this is our year of kingdom legacy. We are thinking kingdom. Tell your neighbor, I'm thinking kingdom. You're not speaking to your neighbor nicely. Tell them again, I'm thinking kingdom. Yeah, so we are thinking about the future. So we want to pray, and we want to you know, get a revelation of this enemy so that we can be able to overcome these enemies as young people so that our future can be bright. How many want to have a bright future, a great future, a wonderful future? I want to have one as well. Amen? So, three enemies. Number one, the enemy, number one, that is targeting you as a young person is the enemy who scatters. The enemy who scatters. He ensures that whatever you're trying to put together, he scatters it so that it doesn't amount to anything. You can put your vision together. You can write it down. You can solidify your vision. You can put your ideas together of some of, some of the things that you want to do. But the enemy will come in to try and scatter what you are trying to build. 
You see, gathering your thoughts, gathering your ideas, gathering your vision, and putting them together until something significant is seen and it begins to manifest takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot to put everything together until it becomes this wonderful picture that somebody can see. Because at the beginning, when you're trying to build something, when you're trying to create something, you're like a painter. When you're trying to paint an image, it doesn't look good. You know, it has flaws here and there. So putting together, you know, your ideas, your vision, the things you want to do is hard work. And at the beginning, it will not be clear. But with time, after you put everything together and something begins to be seen, the enemy will come to try and scatter it. He will not sleep. He will try and scatter. That's why you see, when now you have started finding your footing in God, finding your footing in the church, now you are beginning to serve God, discouragement comes. Yeah? The one who scatters comes, hurts your feelings, you know, messes up with your mind. Because he is trying to sabotage your path to your destiny. Because he is the one who scatters. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I refuse to be scattered. That's what the Bible says in Nahum chapter 2. He who scatters has come up before your face. The one who scatters has appeared in your life, has appeared in your face. He is right in front of you. He can see what you are sketching. He can see what you are trying to put together. You know, he can see your vision. He can see the ideas that you are coming up with. He can see that you have started really, really getting committed to God and getting committed to church. He has seen that now you, still, you, you love serving. Now you love going to church. And he comes up in your face and his agenda is to scatter you. Because he knows if he can scatter you, then you will stop sketching the beautiful picture that God has put in your mind. He knows that if he can scatter you, you will stop, you will stop serving God. He knows if he can scatter you, then he can be able to sabotage your destiny. He can be able to stop your journey towards greatness. But look at your neighbor and tell them one more time, I refuse to be scattered. Shout it loud and tell them, I refuse to be scattered. So you can do savings of monies. When you want to enjoy the monies, he comes in to scatter the monies. You can find a job and you're so excited. Now you're from college, you're excited. Your first job. And before you even start it, it is scattered. Before you enjoy your salary, it is scattered. So you have to be very, very strong and discerning. So we can be able to fight this enemy that has come up in our faces to try and scatter what we are doing. Look at Joseph. I mean, he has a dream, and he shares his dream innocently with his brothers. And he's thinking his brothers are going to celebrate him. Did they celebrate him? They did not celebrate him. They tried so hard to scatter his vision. They tried so hard to discourage him from fulfilling his vision. They worked so hard. And you know, Joseph was a young man when he was having these dreams. I think he was 17, 18 there. A young man who is having dreams. Hallelujah. Look at anybody and tell them, you're not too old to have dreams. Some people are saying, when I'm 30, I'll start dreaming. No, start dreaming now. Or when I'm 50, I'll start dreaming. No, start dreaming now. Tell your neighbor, start dreaming now. And this guy is dreaming. He's dreaming he will be a ruler. He's dreaming he will be a king. He's dreaming people will be bowing, you know, before him, including his brothers. And they decided this dream that you have brought right in our face, we are going to scatter it. And they started looking for opportunities to scatter who? Joseph. Of course, they sent him to Egypt. But they didn't know as they were sending him there, they were moving him closer and closer to the vision. 
Hallelujah. That's why I want to tell you that when the hand of God is upon you and you commit yourself to God, nobody who tries to scatter you will sabotage what God has deposited in your life. The more they work against it, the more you'll be moving closer and closer to its fulfillment. Amen. Father, I scatter any enemy that has come up in your people's faces to try and scatter them. I scatter that enemy in the name of Jesus. Can I hear louder? Amen. That's why Nahum says, man the fort. Take charge. Open your eyes. Stand like a soldier and man the fort. Protect your dream. Protect the assignment that God has given unto you. Man the fort. Watch the road. Strengthen your flanks and fortify your power mightily so that you may not be scattered. Secondly, another enemy is the wester. Or before you go to the wester, let me do the emptier. Verse 2 of Nahum, chapter 2. The emptier. For the Lord will restore excellence of Jacob like the excellence of Israel. For the emptiers, somebody shout emptiers, have emptied them out and ruined, and ruined, and ruined their vine branches. So the emptier is after what you have put together, what you have filled. You have this container, you have filled it with your dreams. You have filled it with the water of your vision. And then the emptier comes and he pokes a hole on that container. And you start losing what you had already accumulated. The emptier is well articulated in Haggai chapter 1 and verse 6 where the Bible says you have sown so much and bring in a little. You eat but do not have enough. You drink but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. So wherever you put in that bag, it doesn't stay there. You are like a leaky vessel. Because the emptier has come. You are like a flat tire for those who drive. I see you driving soon. I say, I see you driving a nice big black car with tinted windows. Shout a louder, amen. Oh, yes. So ask your neighbor, do you have a driving license? Tell them, start working on it. Start working on it. Start working on it. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy you will drive before you get married. Yeah. Hallelujah. So that when you go for dates, you don't take a matatu. You drive with dignity to go to your date. Amen. You know some matatus when you enter, even the cloth creases. By the time you arrive, the person asks you, hey, umetoka wapi? Yeah, but that will not be your story. You will drive. I see you driving. Beautiful car. I say, I see you driving. Beautiful car. With AC. Surround music. Independent shock absorbers for your car. So if you're driving, you can't drive a car with a tire which does not have pressure. It can't move. And even if it moves, you force it to move. You'll spoil your, your rims. And you have to buy new rims. So the emptier comes to poke into what you have filled to ensure that you are not effective. The emptier, the emptier, the emptier has come. The emptier has come. I have seen a lot of people being emptied 
even in the church. Somebody has been in church for years, received good teachings for years. He is full of teachings. And you can sense this person is one step away from becoming a pastor of a mega church. Hmm? One step away from becoming a billionaire. One step away from doing very well. One step away from becoming great. And then the emptier comes and he pokes them. Poop! And then the pressure comes out. I like the way he's demonstrating. And the guy is finished. You understand what I'm saying? All the knowledge, all the experience, all the impartation, all the word, all of a sudden, it disappears in thin air. Because they have allowed the emptier to come. Look at the preaching I do to you here every Sunday. Yahweh. Will you allow the emptier to come and empty all the teachings that you have received? What we have taught you, we have taught you, we have taught, we have taught you prayer. Look now, I'm even teaching you prayer and fasting now. Let's fast, let's pray, let's fast, let's pray. Then I bring you, you for seven hours praying nonstop. <laughs> if you're not careful, the emptier will come again and do a And everything that was in you goes away. But look at your neighbor and tell them, I refuse. I refuse. I seal every loophole in your life. I say, I seal every loophole in your life that the emptier wants to use to be able to remove everything that you have received from God. In Jesus' name. Can somebody shout a big amen? amen. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the emptier will not empty what I have received from God. I seal every loophole. Oh, yes. That's what the Bible says. God will restore. Yeah. Go back to Nahum chapter 1. God will restore the excellence of Jacob like the excellence of Israel. God will restore it. What you have lost, God will restore it. The excellence that you lost, the beauty that you lost, the momentum that you lost. Hallelujah. God is going to restore in your life. Oh. Am I preaching in the right crowd here? I say the excellence that you lost, the beauty that you lost, the momentum that you lost, God is going to restore it in your life. Shout a louder, amen. He will restore the excellence of Jacob, like the excellence of Israel. Yes, it's restoration time. Some of you last year, you lost pressure. You lost faith. You lost happiness. You went down a little bit, but this year I declare, may God restore your excellence. May God restore your excellence. May God restore your beauty. May God restore what you lost in the name of Jesus. Can I hear loud amen? amen. Then number three is the wester. That's another enemy that we see in Isaiah chapter 54. The wester who has come to destroy. The wester abuses your potential. The Wester abuses your talents. The Wester ultimately wants to waste your life. I have seen very promising individuals become wasted. I have seen very gifted young people become wasted. I have seen very many brilliant, educated young people become wasted because the Wester visited their lives. 
Now, the waster can afflict you in different dimensions. Number one, your body can waste away. The waster can waste your body. Have you ever met a young person who says, I'm 16 years old, and when you look at them, they look 60? Their bodies have been wasted by the waster. Have you seen one? Have you seen one? Or are you the one? You can be wasted. Your body can be wasted. Somebody looks at you, and when you mention your age, they get shocked. They say, what is going on? The wester has visited you and is wasting your body away. The wester introduces sicknesses, diseases. You look old. You have more wrinkles than your father on your forehead. You have more wrinkles on your neck than your grandmother. The wester has visited you and your body is wasting away. Your face is wasting away. You become frail. You become weak. You become emaciated. And when people look at you, you look sickly. It's because of the wester who has visited your life. I've seen a lot of people who look older than their age. They have aged prematurely. They, their age says one thing, but when you look at them, their outlook, outlook says another thing. All right, look at your neighbor. Just look at your neighbor. If they're sleeping, slap them and wake them up. Please slap your neighbor who is sleeping and wake him up right now. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, how old are you? And when they mention the age, look at the age and then look at them and see if the two go together. Boy, some of you are not even mentioning their age. Lord, have mercy. Huh? Pastor Zef, how old are you? Anyway, the wester. The wester can waste your body. Amen. I pray that may you receive vigor in your body. Strength in your body. May your beauty come back. May God restore the excellence of your skin. Oh, yes. Your skin is supposed to, young people, your skin is supposed to be smooth and beautiful. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I'll go with my message home. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your skin is supposed to be very smooth. Yeah. Smooth and attractive. Smooth and succulent. Oh, yes. Very smooth and nice. Your body should be round. Not crooked. Oh, yes. Because you're young. Yeah, it's a stage. And you should enjoy that stage. Because when that stage is over, Lord have mercy, you will start looking for artificial things to put inside to make some things around. Because after some times, you try and control them. They are uncontrollable. So what you do, you start tying them. Your dressing will be one hour. When you wake up, there's tying to do. You start by tying, tying things, tying, 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 tying. And then now you put Julie, praise the Lord. Whatever needs to be put. Amen? So I, I, I declare, may you, you, may you look young. May you look your age in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I say, may you look young. I rebuke every wester in your body, in your system, in the name of Jesus. 2023, you will look young. You will look beautiful. You will look handsome. 
will have a smooth skin. Yes. Yes. Even without applying fair and lovely. Where, what, what do you apply? Yeah? What do you apply? What is that? Whatever it is. Ask your neighbor, what do you apply? Jerry, you, you don't apply anything. You, you just wake up and you ask for the oil of the spirit. I speak the oil of the spirit over your lives in Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, I'm about to shock you. That's why we are fasting. Fasting has a way of just changing your outlook. Oh yes, you will look younger, brighter, stronger, and more beautiful. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2023, we rebuke every pimple. You pimple, we command, you've been stubborn. Go and go in the name of Jesus. Every black head, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. Disappear. Catch fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Another area that the Wester comes is the mind. He will make sure that your mind is wasted. Your mind is wasted. I have seen educated fools. Somebody who is educated but is a fool. He cannot take what he has received and put it into practice in their lives. The mind can be wasted. You have a mind block, no ideas, you can't think, you can't create anything, you're not creative, you don't have creativity inside of you because your mind is wasted. Sometimes when I go to the market and I see madmen, especially the ones who are talking, what I always do is I, I always move close to hear what they are saying. One day, One day, I was in this place and there was this madman in this market and he had a pen in his hand and then he had a chart and he had mathematical equations and he's mad. I moved close and he was trying to solve these mathematical equations. Let me tell you, up to today, I still can't understand what he was saying. He looked like he was intelligent at some point. Then it's like something snapped in his head. And he was mad. So he was going to the market. And he th I think he was imagining he's in a classroom. He's teaching. Maybe he was a teacher or something. And so he's there and he's calculating. I went close to listen to what I could not even understand what he was saying. But I'm sure in his mind he knew he was communicating to people. So your mind can be wasted. Totally wasted by the wester can come and waste your mind. You're educated, you have knowledge, but your mind cannot function well. Somebody say mercy. I have even seen individuals who look very promising, gone to nice schools. But when you sit down with them and talk to them, you can see that their mind is wasted. No ideas, they can't think. They can't think far. Their minds are wasted. And there are people, when you sit down and talk to them, you can tell that their minds are wasted. They don't think big. They don't think far. They have no ideas. They have resigned to fate. No ideas, no great ideas, no thinking capabilities that can really, really amuse you or surprise you. Nothing. 
The mind is wasted. So ask your neighbor for me, how is your mind? Hmm? You know the worst thing that can happen to you is when I ask you, as a young person, you've graduated from the university, and I ask you, what do you want to do? And then you tell me, I don't know. Really? They took you to kindergarten. You graduated. They took you to class one. You went all the way to class eight. And in between here, there was tuition. Let's not forget tuition. <laughs> then you went to the university. Then when you, hey, high school, from one, from two, from three, from four, you finished. Then you went for short courses. As you're waiting to join the university, you finished. You applied for Berkeley School of Music. You finished. Then you went to the university. After four years, then I meet you and say, hey, you have finished. I say, yeah, I've finished. Then I say, so what do you want to become? I don't know. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, Kuanga serious. <laughs> it's the mind that is wasted. That this person cannot think of what they're supposed to become. Don't allow the waster to waste your mind. This year, 2023, you are becoming a thinker. Oh, come on, talk to me. I say this year, 2023, you are becoming a thinker. Amen. Young people, we are becoming thinkers. Amen. We'll have great ideas. Yes, and we will know where we need to go and who we need to become. Look, when me, I was done with Form 4. You know, I went for Form 5, Form 6. But I knew what I'm supposed to become. Very early, I knew. And I decided that's the path I'm going to follow. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. And when I knew what I'm supposed to become, at, by the time I was 24 years old, I was already married. Yes. 24 hours married. 24 hours walking down the aisle. Da -dun -da -dun. Da -dun -da -dun. 24. At 25, 26, I was a father. Oh, yes. Yeah, my daughter is here. This is my firstborn. I was a father. By the time I was 29, I was a father of two. Some of you are 30. You don't even know. You have no clue what you're supposed to become in life. Tell your neighbor, the devil is a liar. Refuse him. He has wasted your mind. You can't think. One time I'll preach you a message. It is in the Bible. I'll preach to you, be ready at 20. Be ready at 20. Be ready at 20. One time I had an opportunity to go to Israel. I see you going to Israel as well. We shall go to Israel together in Jesus' name. One of the reasons why Israel is always ahead is because they have tapped into young people. They prepare young When you go to school in Israel as a young person, they train you to fight for the country. Those students you see in school in Israel, they can operate a gun. Because Israel is surrounded by hostile enemies. They are ahead in technology because they know they are hated by the enemies surrounding them. So everybody must become a soldier. 
You are 30. You are still eating your mother's food. At 30. At what you food your mother in Tamusana. Tell your neighbor Wachanga jokes. Tell them again. Shake them a little bit. Tell them Wachanga jokes. Wake up. Your mind is wasted. Refuse to be wasted in your mind. Become a critical thinker. Hallelujah. I say become a critical thinker in the name of Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Become a critical thinker. I think by 19, 19 or 20, I went and I told my father, I know what I want to do. I want to know what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to the Bible school. So support me how you can. I'm going to the Bible school. I left my father's house with a black bag. I remember it on my bag. And a small wooden uh, box. And that wooden box was full of my tapes because I loved worship music. It was just full of my tapes. And a small bag with, I think, two trousers and two shirts and a Bible in it. And I said, as I'm leaving, I will not come back because I failed. I'll come back because I need to visit you. But I know what I want to do. So bless me, I'm going. I left with a wooden box and a small bag on my back. Look at where I am today. At 40, you are still in your mother's house. 35. Mother's house. Don't you never ask your neighbor, what is wrong with you? You are not thinking. I pray for you. Your mind will not be wasted. I say your mind will not be wasted in the name of Jesus. Jerry, this year you must build in that land. You must, be, you must think of building. Yes, because you're also not young. Put your hand on your head and say, my mind will not be wasted. Oh, you're not speaking nicely. I wish you can speak with audacity and courage and boldness. Say, my mind will not be wasted. Shout it louder. My mind will not be wasted. Shout it again. My mind will not be wasted. Receive that blessing in Jesus' name. I prophesy great ideas, creativity, wonderful ideas that will propel your life to the next level. Great ideas of serving God. Great ideas of doing business. Great ideas of going higher than your parents. Shout a louder amen in this house. Oh yes. Oh yes. My mind will not be wasted. Number three, the last one. You can be wasted emotionally. Emotionally wasted, emotionally drained. The waster has come to destroy you. You are wasted. You are broken. You are in pieces. You are an emotional wreck. That's why you can't be around people. You are so sensitive. You know the people who are so sensitive. Because their emotions are wasted. Anything small you do. They get offended. Yeah. Like one time I touched Julie's 
was it Julie's, what was it? Hair, wig or something. I almost pulled it. But she grabbed it. If she's an emotional wreck, that is enough to make her say, I'll never come to that church again. How can pastor embarrass me like that in front of people? How can he? Does she know who I am? And does she know how much I spent on that wig? How much was it? Anyway, don't say. <laughs> Your emotions can be worse and become so sensitive. So sensitive. You see, I bring young people here, they kneel down. If you're sensitive, you say, how can you make me kneel down? And my girlfriend was seated. <laughs> yeah. And then it becomes an issue. Yeah. And you become very, very sensitive. You become fragile. You know, sometimes when you go and buy some of these fragile things in the shop, they give you, they put them in a box, isn't it? And then they write this side up. So there's a side which will always remain up. And they say, if you turn it, that is your own problem. Because if you turn it, the thing will break. So this side up. So you make sure that if you're storing that thing, it should be like that. Because it's fragile. Some people are like that. You try to turn them, they break. The wester has come. You are an emotional wreck. So broken. So sensitive. A joke, you take it too far. Huh? So sensitive. And we have young people who are so sensitive. Until your parents are even scared. They cannot even correct you. Because when they correct you, two days you are not eating. <laughs> and it's not a fast. It's hunger strike. They're even scared. They're thinking you will commit suicide. And then you use that now to manipulate people around you. When somebody says something, you go and do something bad. When they ask you, you say, it's because somebody hurt me. Riswa. I said, Riswa. Shetanya Shindwe. Can we step on that devil right now? We bind that devil in the name of Jesus. You have to be strong. I write you, young people, because you are strong. Don't allow the wester to come and waste your emotions. Glory to God. Look, become a legend in a way. Yeah, because I know, you see, as you're growing, as a young person, you're growing, you start entering into relationships here and there. Somebody's showing interest, you enter, yeah, you start, you date a bit, and then ay, this person drops you. And then he picks your friend. Within the same church. <laughs> I'm preaching in this house. I mean, if you're, if you're an emotional wreck, you will not survive. You will not survive. And you feel very bad. You be coming to church and you see this guy and you see them together. They go to the information center. Wow. The guy is buying for her some Coca-Cola there. She's drinking. And you're imagining I could be the one drinking the Coca-Cola. Hey, it can break your heart. But you have to be strong. Yeah, you have to be strong. You have to say, okay, he didn't choose me, but somebody else will choose me. He's not the only fish in the pond. Oh, Yes. In fact, it's not even a pond. It's a river. It's a lake. It's a, there are so many. Maybe I'll get a shark. Well, some of you need a shark. <laughs> and you even console yourself and say, that one, the one she got is an omena. Me, I'll get a shark. <laughs> 
Look at them and tell them your emotions will be strong, 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 strong. And the reason why I'm telling you is because, look, young people, it's when you've just started life. Give up now when you are 16, 17, 18, 20. When you get to 40, when you get to 50, huh? 17, your heart is so broken. You don't even brush your, your, your teeth. So broken. You know, not to issue. And 17. You want the world to come to an end at 17. You're so broken. You're hopeless. You don't shower. You don't brush your teeth. You don't change your underwear. That's how you're broken you are. Hey. Dunia isha. Ama dunia is mame nishuke. Ushuke wende wapi. Stay. Be strong. The Western has come. Rebuke him. Oh, yes. Rebuke him because you have so many challenges ahead of you waiting for you. There are challenges when you get to 30s. There are challenges when you get to 40s. There are challenges when you get to 50s. There are other challenges you receive when you get to 60s. Then there are also some challenges you get when you get to 70s. Then there are challenges you get when you get to 80s. So every, every stage in your life, there are challenges that you have to go through. But the world is not stopping so that you may alight. You are not alighting. You will stay in this world. You will confront the problems of this world. You will fight the problems of this world. And God is strengthening your emotions. You will deal with them and you will survive in the name of Jesus. Yes. You lose your job. You go home. I can't believe they sucked. You cry. You cry yourself to sleep. Because you didn't even eat. But when you wake up, wake up and say it's a new day. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to step out of my house to go and look for another opportunity. When God closes one door, he opens another door. And you start to look for that door because you're strong inside. And you don't allow the wester to waste you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I pray for you today. You will not be wasted. Your body will not be wasted. Your mind will not be wasted. Your emotions will not be wasted. You will be strong in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hand. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray this year, 2023, the wester will not waste us. In the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that the emptier will not empty us in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that the enemies that we have spoken about here, they will not come and destroy us in any way in Jesus' name. I pray for these young people that they will be strong in the name of Jesus. They will not be scattered. The, scatter, the, the, the one who scatters will not scatter their dreams, will not scatter their vision, will not destroy them in any way in the name of Jesus. That they will be strong in you and in the power of your might. I pray that this year they will experience goodness and mercies. This year they will apprehend their destinies. This year, oh God, they will do great things for you. This year they will serve you with all their hearts. Nothing will put them down in the name of Jesus. I pray that may you be strong. I pray that may you overcome. May you overcome those three enemies. And may you build a legacy for your children, for your lineage, 
and for the next generation. In Jesus' name we pray. We shout a big amen. amen. We shout a glorious amen. amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.